for me also like in person is now easier than like via text or via like I get so much anxiety sending like an I'm not interested text more than I would like talking to that person about it in real life. Right. You know, because there's a lot. I mean, there's like this this washing of personalization when you just send a text. Right. Right. Yeah, I think it, and now I feel like just to protect myself and myself from becoming anxious, I have a template. Like, you're templatizing, like, is that a word? That's what I'm saying. There's no personalization. You need to live your lives. Just say what you need to say. But it's so hard. I mean, we were just talking about even, like, when I realized that I was just, like, going on these dates mindlessly without, like, actually being an interested and think oh you know that could develop and chris is like what i know exactly what you like like and he's like you're not gonna like this guy you're not gonna like this guy and then i post this and he's like oh yeah you're like in love with this guy and i'm like yeah i think like it's obvious and i know but i think it's hard to reveal that to myself even so yeah i mean i think that is the core of maybe the block you know that we as millennials are are facing where we it's not that we don't know what we want because as you said because like people know what they want and they they want the relationship yeah. but we're just not willing to admit it right we're just scared it's the fear i mean i've gone through so many of these like core childhood wounds fear of rejection fear of loss fear of abandonment fear of getting your hopes up fear of trust like I mean, people just need to take emotional inventory of their fears and actually confront them. Right. Take them to the dating space to see, you know, okay, will that rejection actually end my life, you know? And it won't. Yeah, it won't end your life. But I think, like, it's so easy to, like think it will i've definitely been there where i've put the weight of the world in someone else's hands like yeah. literally for them my life hanging on the thread be by what, by the use of an emoji in a text message oh, no. that, that's when well, you are I out i don't of do scene. that anymore like now i just send that was the old second. but like i think um I don't know. Like, I only don't respond or not, like, when I'm not feeling it, you know? But it's also hard for me to, like, I'm so much... I, like, also put people in buckets. I mean, Chris and I talk about this all the time. Like, if I don't see a future with someone, I put them in, like, the thought category where it's, like, you know, this this person's for fun. I don't see, like, a future, but then I can be more flirty and, like, be a little more racy. Whereas, like, if I do see a future thing with someone, I'm so much more reserved. And Who like, was just, well, like, the Tiffany? What do you mean? Between, like turn up the racy turn up the reserved what about just being you who is she that's a great that's what we were talking about is the fact that like one of the biggest fear mechanisms that we create is like you know acting a certain way to to feel like oh this if i can play up my personality this way this is what's going to get the guy you know what i mean or if i downplay myself this is what we think or it's that, like, like reading the situation like not oh, being vulnerable this person is like that right. type of person so i'm gonna feed that back into them right. and that's what they want but then you have to like read the whole situation for like your whole life you know what i'm saying at the end of the day well, like it's fine. the yeah. the it will the house of cards will fall if you're not yourself right 24 7 like we have to get to the place where like we can be you know 
millennials, Gen Z, we're all about authenticity, but we're I not showing I, up to our lives. Know, I don't know if I fully believe that. Yeah, I think Z that anymore. they want to be, but like that's the thing. But we're like, not showing up authentically. I think authentically, it's cool to be. You know? I think it's cool to yeah, say. Yeah, like you want to be like that. Like, wait, Chris, what was that statistic you were saying about like um, being on prescription drugs? Oh, yeah, no, like somewhere around like one out of three incoming freshmen at a university like are using uh some type of psychotropic drug and it's this uh, it's this sensation now where it's like our emotions are being so numbed by like something as serious as you know prescription drugs or the overproliferation of like antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications and like that's changing the way that we love each other that we're communicating on an interactive level right Absolutely. I mean, what was I watching? Mel Robinson. Robbins? Mel Robbins. Five second rule. Random, random. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, lover. Yeah. Love the five second rule whenever it comes across my world. But um, she's just talking about your attention is for sale, right? The good old thing, like everyone's trying to get your attention. Are you using the technology or is the technology using you, mm. right? If you do a study, every time you pick up a phone or a laptop, like for a day, to try to be like conscious, like, am I doing this? Am I using this for a reason or is it just like using me? Because when you're just scrolling through, right. it's actually yeah, using that's, you. And that's that's what we like. I think, again, that passivity, it comes from just like this, like mindless impulse. Right. right? We're not doing it with intention right. We're right. Yeah. there's no intention behind why we're actually on these apps. We're just kind of like swiping through yeah. aimlessly or I mean, I I did this exercise. I was doing a little bit of a detox where I just like deleted Instagram and I deleted Facebook off of my iPhone for the day. And it, you don't miss it. But, like, if it's there, you're just going to go on it, you know? Yeah. And I think... And I think the thing is not to say don't use technology. I think it's just say like use it intentionally. The way it ties into dating is that I was just thinking... I think the reason why the millennials and the people, the Gen Z is, everyone's a mess, because we're not in control. Like, we're, we, we're not, we're like, you need to control your mind. Right. right. You need to, like, stop being, like, swayed by all the right. things. Right. Every article cannot send you into a whole, like, self-exploration about, of like, like, who am I. Because we're seeking those answers outside right. of us, right? Exactly. Right. Every new couple engagement cannot be like, oh my god, what am I doing <laughs> with my life? Every, you know, like, it's because it's... It does. It's, it's compare and despair. Every, you see one thing and you're triggered. Every yeah. couple like, photo and on a trip <laughs> can't be like oh my god like uh, why is that not well, then me i, I think it's like things like that episode where chica's like all i wanted to do was go to coachella with him and have that coachella picture and it's like that would never be a thing before because no one would be seeing that picture right now it's like commoditized is that how you say yeah. it? it's a commodity it's like i want people to see that i have it's kind of like what you were talking about chris earlier when we were in the car about right. how like it's a status symbol right. like you don't have to worry about me anymore because i've got everything right you know when you have like a man on your arms and you have that photo in a, a place that everyone else wants to be so, I mean, to tie it back to how do we actually love fearlessly? Control your mind. <laughs> Control first. your mind. And your, and your, like, emotions. I think the other, like, one tip I would say, obviously, is to, we talked about authenticity, but to, to just f give your space, give yourself the space to take the risk. 
because I think that's that's the biggest myth when it comes to dating is that it should be risk free or I'm going to eliminate all aspects of this person being able to reject me. So I'm going to date someone lower than me or someone that I'm not even really interested in or I'm going to have like five backups or whatever. But until you actually make that commitment to one person or, you know, the person that you're actually trying to evolve with, like the risk is obviously going to grow. But like without the risk, there's no reward. So I think you know our mitigation of like trying not to like date date risk-free is just the biggest myth and it's like a block you know um i think the other thing that that we talked about is being expressive i think there's this something lodged in our collective throats about just being able to say our truth right and whether that means you know getting to that place, doing your inner work and knowing what you desire in a relationship or in a connection, whether it's, we're not saying everybody wants a relationship, but if you want something casual, then to be able to express that out from the, you know, from the get go, I think, like you said, people are like, let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. And like, but again, they're just projecting their, you know, their veiled intentions about, oh, I think I'm going to change this person. Or, you know, down the road, they're going to decide that they want to be in a relationship with me. But you know, that just creates more suffering down right. the line. So. No, exactly. And I was listening to another podcast and she was saying how she's like afraid to ask guys because she doesn't want them to be like, oh, no, I don't want to be in a relationship. And her therapist was like, but wouldn't you rather know now and save your time? Right. And I think we all think that we can like flip the script and like suddenly it has a different ending. But like you can go to the end of the book and read the ending if you want. You just have to be willing to do that. And it's like, it's not about who, like what we attract. It's about who we're attracted to. And so you have to learn just to be honest with yourself first so that you can be honest with the other person. Yeah. So I think that that's how, and again, that dissolves fear on both sides because if both people are on the same page, you don't have to date with like this anxiety of like, Oh, this, this thing can, you know, yeah, the shoe's going to drop or like it can be like unraveled in a second. You know, that's how people are dating now where it's like, oh, we had a good fourth date by the fifth date. It could all end. (laughs) I talk about the six date curse. Like I think, um, it's also like you just don't know where the other person's at if they're dating other people, what the situation is. Right. And I think like because we've got into that world of options, like in our parents' generation, they didn't have like they couldn't date multiple people because right. the reality is someone, someone would see them out in their town or, you know, people would talk um, and they just didn't have that many people. If they wanted to break up with someone, they had to like drive to their right. home and break up with them. It wasn't like a ghosting away right. like you could not do that i mean i yeah that is those with the advent of technology there are conversations that have to be had when you know three months in or however long people decide where it's like okay should we both d- collectively delete our you know our apps or you know what what's the boundaries so that in itself is is a whole thing that is new to yeah. dating it's true and like people don't want to delete it and i was even thinking like or like people don't want to like give up on the other the idea that there's like another possibility i was talking to my friend and he was like yeah you know i'm happy with my girlfriend but i don't think of it as like 
could I live without her? Because if I think of it, I could. I'm shook. I'm shook. I could live without her. I could see a different life playing out without her. And I think, you know, we're in this. That's like good because it's like true. Yeah, because people now think like, oh, yeah, I could live this other life, you know, but it's like, which one do I want? Do I want this life? So basically you're saying true love is dead. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I mean, but, but, and he was saying like, he doesn't know what to do because like, shouldn't he only. But again, I think that again is, is fear because it's fear because you could never know what that person truly has to offer. If you you keep the door, if you keep the door open, right. It's like, until you actually say, Hey, I'm going to like, go full for like i'm gonna step both feet into the house if you just keep the door open like i don't think anyone should ever need to live without someone like to me it's like a little different no 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 never never no i don't it's more the idea of like committing like committing in the sense that like commit and also be like real like does he want to be with her for for a long time he doesn't know okay well then he needs to decide and then that's right. it but the right. truth of the fact is then he could also not which is true because people actually do break up or get divorced yeah. like they're fine yeah. but just decide and then do that i think people are this people have lost control of their own like in like agency and like intention yeah in the world. and like what am i doing and what do i want because mm-hmm. just l- always looking around at all the shiny things yeah. like right. stop now right yeah. It's like it ends today. It needs to stop. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we need to stop. Like, like, just do this now. If this one doesn't work, then you'll do the next situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the best way. Well, I mean, that's it kind of reminds me of the, the Black Mirror episode. Did you guys ever see yeah, the Tinder yeah. episode? Hang the DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the thing that was interesting about that one was because it was creating this it was very linear because it was like okay one ended and then the next one came into the queue but like that's not how people date at all right now it's like i have five at one time you know that's like not me personally but that's how people are dating now so that's you know something like you said where it's like that agency really comes from people knowing what they want and again just but again maybe what they want is to just casually talk to people i don't know like do people want that and then i think you know i think they're always looking for the reason they're doing that because they're looking for connection and they haven't found that person yeah is that what you mean well the reason why people even like go with other people is for a connection of some sort whether it's for long term or short term but people looking Mm -hmm. for like more there anyway so if you're dating five people you're definitely looking for something in someone that you haven't found yeah, but why do you need to do the most? Why? No, no, no. I think because you just can, right? So they do, but you don't need to. But everyone is looking for something like meaningful. Right. right. Connection is yeah. the, at the core of what yeah. we're yeah. all. Craving. Whether it's five yeah. or one or right. three or fifteen, like whatever that person is doing, it's clearly in the same place. I just think people need to get it together, um, and like have an intention and do that. Like stop just being a flip flop yeah. around in these. Streets. Yeah. What's your like number one advice? For people dating in 2019. Kutsi? Well, Kutsi said his. No, well, yeah. mine's like mine's like not advice. It's yeah. more just like how I think we all just need to move forward. Because it's actually... <laughs> it's gonna, no, it's not advice. Advice would be like, I think you should do this. Because um, I don't have all the answers because I don't go on enough dates. Right. But I do see like all the stuff. I have those same traits where it's just like decide and like take mm. the risk. Or, like say what you really feel and then like try that. And if that like falls apart, okay, you'll be sad and then like you won't be. Like you can feel like good and bad. I think people just don't want to feel anything. Um, but my, mm, my, my, I think that's it. you know, 
because then it's like you can't handle anything. I was reading about the the emotional support dogs and how the, some of the airlines are not having it anymore. How some people, you know, how people really like. Oh my fragile God. with the but I'm like every people are really shaky these days. I understand <laughs> yeah. the world people just, need these dogs no I think they people do but I also they do but like they could do it before without it I'm not saying like they shouldn't have it but I think as a because some people it's actually need those crutches now yeah we're so like shaky and right. obviously the world is like a crazy place it's you know there's crazy things happening but I think if you look back in the, I think there were crazier times in the past in like history that were actually oh, yeah. crazy. Right. Sure. Of course, and I don't, we haven't or, even got or, yeah. experienced that. And obviously, we don't like you know the history books only tell you so much. But I, I, I don't. People don't seem this shaky. Right. right. No, totally. Triggered, like shook, triggered, all these words that have just come into existence that were never a thing because people didn't have those emotions as prevalently. Uh, yeah, or maybe we just didn't say them. Anyway, my question was: I think it's not so what should the advice be i think the question is like what's one small step do you right. guys think like a small one because i think you have to go like small step to like reach the goal do you think we should be as a, as a society world the the millennials should be taking in order to take control of our lives one and I, like in this particularly in this dating mm-hmm. world i think empowering yourself and i'm not saying say i love you on the first date but allowing that to be more a part of the language you know i think or emotional expression just you know i'm starting to have feelings or you know just work like the thing is you know they say in order to have someone fall in love with you you have to look at them in the eyes and like talk to them and in order to fall more in love with yourself they say you're supposed to look in the mirror and look at yourself in the eyes you know you notice that people that don't have a lot of self-love they skirt away from any mirror Mm -hmm. and so practice that like practice like looking in the mirror and saying good things to yourself or you know complimenting yourself or you know i think that small step of being able to find that self-love within is how you can then give it to others instead of this thing where we're emotionally starving we're looking for people like you said because you like to complete us or to you know validate us when it's like we don't do enough to validate ourselves Mm. which is why we're so emotionally bankrupt and we think that like we need other people to to feed us when we can give ourselves that love, you know, pour from a full cup and then, you know, pour into other people. And so, yeah, I think loving yourself, you know, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's meditation or self-care, getting, you know, buying yourself a new outfit, that is a way in which we can feel good and we can spread that love to others. Right. I like I like the self-love. I think because my mental health is as you know becoming more and more spoken about and i think it's all in that realm of us needing to take care of ourselves first Mm -hmm. because i think we're living so outwardly yeah and like mental health issues are like just like one part but it's also like how you date Mm -hmm. and then like how you how much effort you put into your work uh all the what you consume whether it's like literally from media or food like it's all everything's out right Mm. nothing is like in and then everything falls apart. Oh my God! <laughs> ne- 2019 is all about going in. That's work. what I was telling <laughs> you. Oh, my, my story. You I'm heard not, it here I'm, first. I'm, you I'm heard not it here. Doing it with you anymore. <laughs> I'm not do- playing these games with you guys. Shenanigans. Oh my God! I can't be a part of it. Love thyself. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like fully it. though. Yes. And if any energy tries to come at you, that's not like in that like vibration frequency. 
you gotta like literally be like, I'm crossing the street. I don't. I didn't even see you. <laughs> Get away from that. <laughs> yeah, just stop. That's true. But what what one step are you gonna take 2019? Um, I think it's being more honest with myself mm-hmm. and um, not dating out of fear. I think like I definitely noticed that pattern this past year <laughs> on mm-hmm. Love and Limbo Land, and I think that this year I want to know I'm a prize and only go after prizes too. Like people that I truly believe are prizes um, and that I'm excited about because I know when I'm excited and like that feeling is so fun and and I don't know, it's like unlike anything else and it motivates me. But I think like I've definitely fallen into the trap of um, being like, oh, it's a, you know, monday night and i'm at home um so this must mean that i should go on the apps and see who's out there and i don't want to do that i want to like have more rich experiences that prevent me from feeling that way whether it's like cultivating more friendships and relationships going even like i love going to zumba and when chris was saying like looking at yourself in the mirror like i swear when i go to zumba and i look at myself i'm like i am everything like you like you're nicole scherzinger of the pussy i just like i'm dancing and doing the moves and i'm like someone like look at this like i've I've got the moves and i think it's also because i go to la fitness so i'm like cuter than everyone there so i'm like how are you gonna come for a whole gym i'm just kidding i'm kidding i love it like i would never do this at an equinox but there i'm like (laughs) i'm like i'm literally nicole scherzinger and everyone else is like <laughs> I didn't even Melody I don't know <laughs> yeah, what the rest like all those exactly. other girls yeah. you know what I mean not to say that they're not cute and pretty but like I feel like the star of that crew and I feel like <laughs> I'm the, leading I'm the like, I could I okay. can literally lead this class <laughs> like when I'm doing it I'm like I should become a Zumba instructor because I would slay actually I was thinking that I'm like I'm gonna figure out how to become a Zumba instructor on the side. But anyway, (laughs) apart from that, like you have to push yourself to do the things that will inspire you and motivate you. And what, and you know, my parents were like, why don't you go and like, see one of those makeover people and like get, just get advice on how to be your best self like dress the way that like makes you feel good and it enhances the right things you know do your hair and makeup in a way that makes you feel confident and you know sexy and i think so many times like especially with like this generation is like wear sweats and like sweats are like the cool thing because like Yoga it shows pants. that you don't care yeah and you're just like trendy and you know chill well i think i heard That's the best so advice it was if if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Mm-hmm. And I think whatever people are seeking, you know, what you what you go for, <laughs> you know, what you want, not to get motivational speaker, but it's on the other side of that work or that fear or whatever, you know? And so I think I like what you said, just pushing yourself. You know, if you felt like you got to this level in your level of vulnerability or intimacy this year, just taking that up a level you know what i mean being more like pushing yourself to be a little bit more honest or a little bit more expressive or um you know just a little bit more you and more authentic Mm -hmm. right versus us clinging to our phones hiding behind them thinking that 
that's going to save us and that's going to give yeah. us the result we desire. Totally. And I think it all comes down to confidence. Like I know in a work situation, if someone's like, I'm going to introduce you to this person or I'll be like, introduce me to this person. Like I want to be introduced to this person. Like I'm going to kill it. And I do because I truly believe I'm the smartest one in what I do. But I think like when, for instance, when I was at that like event um, with Inga and she's like, oh, let me introduce you to this guy as a potential like in yeah, love interest. I'm, always- I'm like, oh my God, no. Oh my God, I'm going to go hide. I'm going to run away. Automatically, like, I just shrivel up into this little raisin. And I'm like... But meanwhile, there was someone about to do the dirty work for you. Right. And, <laughs> and I should have been like, hey, I'm Tiffany. Like, and been that confident person where right. I do... Th- like, apply the... Being yourself yeah. in every scenario, yes. right? Not shrinking back in the dating yeah, space. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what I tend to do is I don't... I know my worth in the workplace, but I really struggle sometimes with knowing my worth I in like the dating I like that. Know place. your worth. 2019 that's the motto (laughs) know your worth that's the best know that you're a star tell yourself that you're a star because like i i don't know there was something about this weekend or i think it's always the holiday season that gets me like this is um i just like everyone's more happy and everyone is bringing this energy of like excitement and it makes you think like i was just like i'm a star like i just felt that um and when you but when you feel that you manifest situations Mm, where you can be mm, a star mm, mm. happy manifesting y'all anyway so do you have any parting words chris before we wrap um let's see yeah i think i would just love for us to as a generation really step into fully what that experience of of love looks like you know just elevate our own consciousness about love it's like love for me and where i kind of have had long-term relationships short-term relationships you know with people where i realized how i was approaching it you know it was one of these things where it was like what am i going to get out of it you know are my needs being met and i think that's the biggest you know, block that us millennials have is like we're always seeking something to fulfill us, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, how can I give to this relationship? Am I truly open and receptive to find love, you mm-hmm. know? Or do I just like want a piece of arm candy, right? <laughs> and I think where my biggest growth has been is is to just step into the, the idea of like, yes, love is a two-way street and for you to actually open yourself and have an open heart to be able to, receive it you know and to give it as well but um to to just be open to the fact that love is a spectrum it's not just blue skies and butterflies it's not just like oh like let's just be in the presence of each other and it's all going to be great you know i think that's again and you know millennials do get this rap where we think that like this job is going to be perfect you know Mm. or this you know career or whatever experience that we're desiring is just going to kind of be that instant fix Mm -hmm. where i i believe that we're now needing to kind of look at the hard truths of what what it takes the work Mm -hmm. that it takes not only for us to love ourselves but to love others Amen. Amen. Y'all, anyway, thank you for coming. Oh my God, thank you guys. Thank you for listening, guys. It's Make always sure. such a pleasure. And honestly, I'm so proud of you guys. One year. Who would have imagined? Who oh my God. Imagined yeah. Thank you for leading this exploration of dating in Los Angeles because what the fuck is going on? Ups and downs, <laughs> literally like the dating landscape. Um, where do they follow you? 
You can follow me on Instagram at Chris, C-H-R-I-S, Jacob X, and slide into my DMs. Okay. <laughs> on that note, you can follow at Love and Limbo Land on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our, visit our new website, which I need to update. Do that right after Updated this. And Love don't and forget to give us a five-star rating and le- drop us a comment. Yeah, we, we read everything. Anyway, love you guys. Love bye. You, bye. Thanks, guys. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And don't forget to go to Apple or Google Play Podcast to subscribe, rate, and review. Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. Dating is hard, and we walk you through the experiences we've had, the experiences our guests have had, and what's going on in the world in general when it comes to dating and relationships. And you may be wondering, who are we? My name is Kudzi and I work in digital entertainment and I love connecting to people who have stories that can inspire others to find love in their own lives. Whether it's crazy, a little bit ratchet, or just plain old simple, I love stories about love. And I'm Tiffany. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating and I've always been interested in commitment, relationships, and what it takes to find that long-lasting love we all crave. On today's episode, we have Chris, who's going to talk about how our generation can love fearlessly in a culture that tells us to repress our emotions. I think in a world devoid of love, it's so sad that the overwhelming message is to love less when we're supposed to love more. Who's repressing you, boo? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone. There are so many rules and regulations now. Who's in your life being like, Tiffany, don't do that? Chris, don't do that. Society, world, articles, Y'all need to stop passing these articles around in your inboxes. You need to start living in the real world. But I want to know what's happening. I think millennials, we kind of date with this trepidation, this fear that the other shoe is about to drop, you know, and there's this resistance to, should I send this text message? You know, is it, am I coming off too thirsty or, you know, what is that boundary in which like I can express this love or this emotions that I'm feeling? You know, so many people, there's so many memes on Instagram about like, don't catch feelings or how do I kill something? Catch feelings. Like, you know, and so it's one of these things where, you know, the prevailing message is telling you that your emotions are bad, that like we are supposed to go forth, you know, dating someone for multiple months and like just keep it light, keep it cool, keep mm-hmm. it on the surface. And then once things kind of go to below the surface or a little bit deeper, that's when the that's when the real fun happens, right? I mean, I think about all these episodes we've done where every girl tries to be the cool girl, you know, right. go along for the ride because she doesn't want the guy to be like, oh, actually I'm not looking for a relationship and I think so many girls think that they can just extend that honeymoon period to turn it into a relationship but that's really not I mean clearly not how it's happening right but how do we get here though like I'm still confused right I think what happens you know especially with dating apps right you know we're just overwhelmed it's the paradox of choice so we have we perceive that we have all these options and there's all these opportunities but what has happened especially in a city like los angeles is there's this passivity you know and this passive approach to actually using these apps and engaging Mm -hmm. it's like it's almost thinking oh this love should just float into my experience as easy as the Postmates delivery man. (laughs) And so nobody has this willingness to make an effort and to kind of actually show up or put themselves out there. And I think that sort of 
I don't want to say laziness, but that over-casualization of our attitudes towards dating and towards uh, actually working towards romantic relationships. It's this idea that we should just expect them to kind of flow into our experience as seamlessly as possible. Right. But that's like step one of the thing, right? You're still talking about being repressed. Like something's like, that's us leaning back. Where's the repression? I think it just kind of stems from even just the fact that, again, we exist in this, I, I don't even, beyond emotionally, we're sexually repressed as a right. society, you know? It's like, we can't talk about these things in a healthy right. way. Like, there's no ability to, to express emotion without, again, that that swing back of feeling like, oh, this person is coming on too strong, or we hear, we've heard it before, right. the girl's too aggressive, yeah. or, you know? And I think, especially... In, in terms of like being able to openly communicate like sexual desire like that's something that like everyone is still fraught with their own false narratives and their own sort of like misconceptions and I think like that's what's creating again whether or not it's perpetuated by the individual or collectively by society telling us that it's safer to conceal our emotions mm -hmm. to like you said to play this game of okay who's the cool one it's like yeah. baiting the person right it's like right. it's like playing a game of chicken like who's gonna give in first right. to actually admit that they have the emotions right and you know i think about all the people who are married and it was funny from that episode where we talked about how the married people are the ones who tell you to be more ratchet and the single people are the ones when something ratchet happens tell you to drop it like oh no you can't like explore this anymore like oh but i remember like all my friends when i was younger would like do the most and that worked you know and now i think there is this fear that like you'll get written about in social media or someone will post a picture or someone will do things it's it's just a culture that's so about putting people on blast mm -hmm. more so mm -hmm. than ever that i think like that's what people fear it's like you can't even have a conversation on a dating app without it maybe being screenshot and made into like a think piece you know right. and that's the generation next thing you're on a meme page next yeah. thing there's a thread imagine <laughs> you had a twitter thread about you a fear right. and that's my, what i'm saying i think like that's what's happening is that people like are gamifying emotions and are saying like oh you know i'm too cool for this like i'm gonna make fun of this because that'll make me seem like the more evolved person mm -hmm. when it's actually like we're like taking us back like and you know we're regressing yeah the, i think the regressive consciousness around dating is obviously the result of that is hookup culture yeah. right it's this fact that we're willing to settle for the lowest common denominator of intimacy which is casual hookups because that just keeps everything on the surface like i can get naked physically but i don't have to share my feelings i don't have right. to like show any faults or anything that like you know yeah. anything deep or emotional and i think what happens and you guys have talked about this on the podcast is just sort of people that fall into these like cyclical traps of like they're dating someone for five dates and then like you know the second it's about to turn a little bit more serious then it's like people just separate yeah that's so people still we're all so weird it's i just blame i don't even know is it technology i think it is technology because we're closer than ever before but not really 
Right. I mean, we're just seeing it's like the orbiting article, Mm -hmm. like with the social media. Now you have another layer of false intimacy because you're seeing all these pictures of them. You're creating a narrative of who this person is like, oh, this person loves going out all the time and has so many friends and like hat is living their best life. Why? They don't need me. They don't need another person in the equation. Clearly they have it all. And I think like before you wouldn't be able to make any narratives about anyone because there was no paper trail of what this person does and what this person experiences. But social media is also fun though. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's fun. It's entertainment. I love seeing what people are up to and doing, but I do think that like, because of that, like liking something or hearting some and commenting on something is now the equivalent of like calling someone and having a conversation with them. Right, but that's on the. I always say that's on the people, not on the technology. Like, get it together. Right. You can you right. can like something and like text them. And I think that's there's also the fatigue, right? It's yeah. just because people have so many options, so many channels to communicate. And like, again, like you said, every channel offers a different degree of like intimacy. Yeah. But like the replacement of like, oh, I snapped them three times today. (laughs) And, you know, I sent them a check in text or whatever is being that replacement of like, oh, like we're connected. We're, you know, and but again, what we've been talking about is sort of like, how do we push the needle even forward, like to create a relationship or create that space of like actual deeper connection but you know what's crazy is that like part of me also thinks that in like the social media apps kind of help you get closer to that too like connect to people faster in a way that you wouldn't be able to connect to before um because there are people like even like through work and stuff that i like connect with on instagram and now i like feel like i know them better and i feel like i can like talks them they're more accessible in a way that i think that if i didn't have this like social media component it would be harder to break through that initial like who are you well i know like pre-podcast we were talking about sort of the boundaries or the the line between putting yourself out there yeah so like the experiences when like i know i've been scared to initiate you know a date or like you know, starting the, 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 the text thread or double texting yeah. even, you know, and I had this funny line. I was just thinking, I was like, I'm very spiritual just for the viewers, by the way. And I'm like, Jesus did not step into human history 2000 years ago, die on the cross and rise from the dead for me to be scared to send a text. Like, I'm what, shaking my head. I'm we crying. Need- <laughs> Like, come on, millennials, we need to get it together. Like, actually, why is there so much fear about, like, I can push send and, like, my life is hanging on the other yeah, side of that person's response. I'm sure Jesus didn't also didn't have all these cameras and photos in his face, like all up in his grill. This Jesus reference is really making yeah, my chest saying, tight. Like, I just think take it's that different. Out. It's exactly what I was saying about how now like you do have all these police in a sense that like you have people who can take pictures who can snap who can instagram who can like even like when i'm posting something on instagram i'm like oh shoot like immediately delete because i get worried like who can save this who can take this who can like manipulate the situation and now you have people who can't even live because there are one like if they share something they get nervous about sharing it and two like because of other people and what they'll do with that but is the fear perpetuated mostly by like obviously like the risk of like 
that being exposed yeah. or is it the risk of exposing your emotions like I think people again like yeah. there's so much fear of like should I send this text or like you have your like group your friend counsel to like yeah. decide like you know how is this coming across you know and I think there's again so much overthinking and overthought that's put into this which creates yeah like you said like this stressful energy into dating but where did that come from I think it's because now, like, I, I don't know, as a woman, like, I don't even want to bring up the Me Too movement. This I, whole episode, <laughs> can we just end but the 2019 I just, Sometimes in a I get nervous, like, way. because I hear people, like, so my friend was telling me about how there was this per girl he saw at work, and he was like, oh, she's cute, like, if I bump into her, I'll strike up a conversation. And as soon as he, like, he opened the door for her once when they were, like, literally bumping into each other. And he's like, oh, hey, like, um, do you work on this? I think I've seen you around. And suddenly, like, she froze up, become, became very uncomfortable in a way where he's like, oh, damn, like, I might just get in trouble for this. So he just, like, walked away. And I think that, like there are so many situations now where people are just so afraid of things being misinterpreted like not just in the workplace but also like at a coffee shop or anywhere um i was at another like event um holiday party and this guy was like he's been in the industry for like 20 years or more than that he was like probably 40 years he was a much older man and he's like you know now my friends won't even or like colleagues won't even ask girls out because they're so afraid of like what might happen and i think that we've we've gone to this place where like people are just genuinely afraid to reach out because they're they don't know what will be offensive to the other person well right. I, on that maybe some people don't want to be asked out at work maybe they just want to work and keep no, it moving but I, yeah but i think people what was the majority like a large majority of people like met at work in the past and i think like yeah and i understand that but i think like someone can ask you out and like it's your responsibility then if you're not interested to say you know i'm not interested like but like let's keep it moving now if that person is still persistent that's the issue i don't think now you should you know say oh actually no one is allowed to reach out to anyone or do anything um because it'll make people feel uncomfortable i think the issue is we need to like manage the response, you know, and respect the response. Mm -hmm. I think the core of like, I mean, you guys have been doing this for now a year. You guys are like 50 episodes deep. Like the core is do millennials want relationships? Do they want they that do. deeper they're connection? They're so alone 100%. and they're so lonely. It's actually cripplingly sad. Like when I talk to people, every, every single, and I know all of them because most of my friends are girls. The baddest girls in the streets. The Instagrams are popping. Yeah. <laughs> living their best lives, killing it in their careers. Literally, everyone's on their couch watching like Netflix. The Christmas friends. <laughs> like, and everyone's like, "Oh, but I need a man." And then it's just like, to me, it boggles my mind. I mean, it doesn't because this is why we know why. Mm -hmm. It's like all of these things, but they definitely do want relationships. Everyone knows, like the relationships in your life are the things that matter the most. Like everyone knows that, and right. everyone wants it. It's just become so like weird. Um, because like how there. do you even express that you're interested in someone well that I think that's kind of what we're talking about is sort of like the stopping point you know yeah. I think what happens is again because dating has become so 
over casualized. I guess yeah. that's the best way to say it. There is no, it's so freeform. Like there's yeah. no actual blueprint that right. works, right? You know, we've seen people have a one night stand lead to marriage and we've seen that's people, I mean. you know, there's like no blueprint. there's no blueprint. So it's kind of maybe created this like wild, wild west scenario where people are either they're afraid to kind of step into the unknown and take those risks. Yeah. But also like for me, I, what I've seen is the fact that like, again, going back to the passivity is this idea that like we expect these relationships to come tailor made, you know, like the person has to float in with all of the credentials, like, you know, and it's just this thing where it's like this perfect person, not realizing that again, relationships, there has to be a willingness from both parties and like an alignment in terms of like what both people want, but this desire to actually work for it. Or like share, or even just like let someone know, you know? Right, because that that again is work, you know? Being emotionally vulnerable, like I don't know in any scenario, like again, we're almost all, or we're around the 30 year old age and it's like it doesn't get easier to express your emotions it doesn't get easier to say hey i really am starting to have feelings for you or i like you or you know i would love to take this to the next level in fact it gets harder you know and so i think the fact that again we're putting society or ourselves we're putting this muzzle this like metaphorical muzzle on ourselves Mm -hmm. it actually affects us negatively moving forward because we don't have the practice to you know maybe misstep or you know what I mean say something because we're just not saying it at all mm-hmm. have you guys when's the last time you expressed your feelings someone says you like them like oh my god I like you I mean I don't even remember I'll think about it I do it all the time yeah. I okay. I during during, it, during Venus retrograde I exchanged I love you's with five of my exes and not in a purely romantical way but in in a way in which like I again I've gotten to this place where I really and I've done a lot of the emotional work you know it's the namaste it means the love in me salutes the love in you the thing is the self-love is the point of access so you have to connect inward to be able to say i feel good enough about myself to be able to say i'm gonna express this to someone else and if and if it falls on deaf ears if it you know hits a brick and falls on the floor like that i will still be okay on the other end of that you know and i think that's the hard part is that the resistance comes from the fact that we don't know how to express those emotions or we don't even know the language for saying something without again the fear of being ridiculed it not being reciprocated or people people just not wanting what we desire but i think unless you risk the bad things you can't have the good either right so who was the last other than your exes who's the new person who's the latest new person so i i mean i i my last um person that i was dating i yeah this was a a a blossoming relationship that i felt like i really gave my all to and you know my my philosophy when it comes to love is loving with no regrets Mm -hmm. you know your ego is going to try to mine through and be like i could have said that differently maybe i should have not been so thirsty or i should have you know pulled it back or whatever but you know i i follow my heart when it comes to things like that and for me you know i can truly look back on that experience and just be like you know i wanted to take him to that dinner i wanted to take him to that experience or you know i wanted to uh, buy him this birthday present or whatever because that was a true and honest reflection of 
the the emotions that I was starting to have and feelings that I was starting to, you know, sink into. Right. And so I think, again, all the time as it was happening, you the fear voice pops into your brain and says, no, like, if you do this, like, this person's going to get the wrong message or whatever. But I think, you know, what happens, again, is that we silence that voice for so long that once you're willing to give it to the right person, like we think it has no value. And so for me, I'm all about saying it, speaking my truth and, you know, learning from the from the mistakes or, you know, the the I guess like for me it's sometimes you're you're pleasantly surprised. Like mm-hmm. this was a, one of the first experiences that I had where we had a sort of defining the relationship conversation earlier on. And you know, there was a, a true dialogue of like honesty and transparency and then you you and i were talking about earlier before the before the recording about you know how we can't even be transparent with our own wants um like is it is it kosher to even say what you want right that's what i mean i don't know because i just feel like and i just think as you were speaking it just made me think like when the last times were and it was like when like social media didn't exist i truly like when i think about it like that's my fear right it's just like being caught on camera in a sense <laughs> like you know in a way that like that wasn't well, a thing like no one would hear your conversations nothing would happen now you can have your phone tapped you can have like people put chips on your phone like all these things that like weren't as concerned before i feel like i have like people have to be so careful well, bit, i, I mean, think like about I have it like be careful like and, i feel like i can't just po- i can't like just say stuff yeah. and iphones again are they're a smoke screen they're something that we can hide behind right like people you know trolls on on youtube or whatever it's like a, it's a piece of technology that we can conceal our true desires right, right. behind hiding behind the screens and so i think you know in many ways that has helped the dating experience but also it's like you said created more of a chasm between us and just being able to have an honest conversation right because the for me in my last experience the most honest conversations happened in person (laughs) sitting together being vulnerable and just sort of allowing both people the space to express themselves authentically yeah 